I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Right, we are in Tala. There's Christmas lights on... Some houses, it's looking a lot like Christmas. And there's a wreath on number 10, a beautiful, beautiful wreath. Christmassy style. Well, jingly balls to you, my friend. <laughs> How are things? Good. This is season. How is it? Welcome to Christmas House. Look at this. Decorations. It's great. So this place is just like for, for deep midwinter. This is so lush and vibrant still. It's amazing. So? Yeah. It's, my, it's, it's um, opposite to the song. It's my least favorite time of the year. I don't like the garden when it's all dead and kind yeah. of asleep. It's still very green go. though. Like, it's and green enough. St- look, the little dancing flies around. Yeah. There's still a load of them, which is unusual for this yeah. time of year, isn't it? Oh, we might get a late cold like we have been. Yeah. So wouldn't surprise me. What do, you, what do you want to talk about? Well, since we were talking about, you know, uh, Christmas and such, I was thinking uh, we could talk about some of the unusual Christmas animal myths. Oh, yes, definitely. Because we have, like, Rudolph and, you know, the partridge in the pear tree, which are fairly well known oh, yeah. and, and obvious. And, you know, Rudolph was actually only invented in 1939. No. I could not believe that. But a guy in America who had to come up for a, a catchy kind of a team for a, to sell stuff at Christmas in a department store which yeah. is like kind of heartbreaking but there you go because I would have expected Rudolph went back to the olden times yeah yeah there you go but I have found out about this really cool thing called and you're going to love this <laughs> <laughs> from Iceland called the Yule Cat yes did you I, hear about I've this I've heard something about it but I don't know the full story so tell me so in Iceland if you don't work hard and prepare new clothing by the end of the year. There is a giant black moggy roaming the land that will eat you, especially children. And this myth 
um, has been going around for hundreds of years and it's basically linked to like the old Norse gods and it encourages people in the dark months of winter to do work and get their work done make sure you have all your yarns binned make sure you have the sheep uh, the wool cleared out and ready to go and you have your new clothing or else this 16 foot black cat will come along (laughs) and maul you to death on the plains of Iceland and I thought who would love that story <laughs> about a giant cat in a frozen wasteland? Kinsella here. Yeah, Kinsella. Yeah, so there you go. Probably still not as big as your Ted, but there you go. <laughs> they reckon the Yule cat came from the Yule goat. How, long, how much are we going to say Yule in this in this episode? <laughs> so the Yule goat was, uh, was the Nordic tradition of basically at the end of the year, you would honour Odin and Thor for getting you through halfway through the winter and you'd sacrifice a goat and that's where the kind of the the cat tradition came because when Christianity came to Iceland goats and horned beasts Mm. and hoofs beasts were not um, well looked upon by the the old church so they went we'll exchange that for this and uh, get people working but uh, not be worshipping goats or afraid of goats so yeah it's pretty cool Amazing. I have something for you. Something totally different. Just give me a second to find it. So I was rooting around the internet the other night and I came across something that looks like Christmas trees. But they're growing. Christmas decorations. Tiny little multicolored Christmas trees. But Um, I also, if I zoom in, I think I know what these are. Go on, tell me. Well, they're living on coral. They're in water and they're off the coast of Australia. So they are... Christmas worms? Christmas tree worms? Christmas tree worms, yeah. <laughs> and they're extraordinary. So each worm has two sort of Christmas tree heads coming out of it. So if you imagine a bottle brush that's in the shape of a Christmas tree, that triangular shape. That's a great description. And then the bristles are beautifully coloured. There's yellow there and there's light coloured against a dark background. So they're they're the sort of heads and then most of the worm then is actually living in the coral and they're feeding through those bristles. Catching plankton and stuff mm. going past. But aren't they stunning? <clears throat> Amazing. And if, if you don't know or you can't picture it in your head, pause the podcast, go on to Google and look up Christmas tree worms because they're actually, the coral they're on is pure white like snow. snow. (laughs) And this looks like Brown Thomas's window. (laughs) (laughs) Or uh, what's the one in England, the famous place, uh, begin with H, whatever. Harrods. Harrods window on Christmas. It looks exactly like that. They're absolutely stunning. And they're only tiny. They're only about an inch and a half. Talk about an aptly named creature. Yeah. So, another Christmas legend. And one for me. One very different one. I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah. So, in the Ukraine and in Germany, there is a legend called the Christmas spider. (gasps) (laughs) Yay! You get spiders in everywhere, don't you? I will get spiders in (laughs) to amass if I could. (laughs) You know, Father, Jesus loved the old spiders too. (laughs) Get him out of here! But, um, yeah, so... Basically, in in the Ukraine in particular, people um, kind of half worship spiders. Don't really? worship them, but they really, really, really want them around our house and actively encourage them into the house. Don't remove them from the house to the point that if they don't have spiders in their house, like nowadays with uh, in the bigger cities, 
they make their lampshades with eight legs. They wow. put little ornaments around the place because they consider them extremely lucky. And that probably goes back to the fact that, as we've often said, spiders are very helpful to have around, especially mm. for removing pests and stuff like that. So they have a legend at Christmas where there is a poor widow who had recently lost her husband, a kindly widow. She was very nice to everybody in the and thing. I feel like I'm telling a, a kid, hey, get around, children. <laughs> the Halloween <laughs> slash Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, there was a poor widow and she, she, um, she'd recently lost her husband and during the summer on her bare floor because she couldn't even afford floorboards. My heart's breaking here. <laughs> a pine cone was dropped by one of her children, but it took root and it started to grow and they got very excited because they were thinking we're going to have a Christmas tree because we couldn't afford a Christmas tree since Papa died he got hit by a bus an ancient bus driven by horses I'm, I'm adding here but uh, the Christmas tree grew at Christmas but they still couldn't afford any decorations or any presents so the spiders in the house took sympathy on her now some of the legends said it was one some said it was a load of them to decorate a tree from a scientific point of view, I would say it'd be a load. So I'm going to say one spider <laughs> told them all to do this. So basically they crawled all over the Christmas tree at night, spreading their webs all over it. And then the kids came down the next morning, opened the curtains, and when the curtain, the light from the sun hit the Christmas tree and the webs, the webs turned from silk into silver and gold. And wow. the family were never poor again. Wow. That's really good, isn't it? Now, that sounds like tinsel. Tinsel, exactly. Wow. And that's why we have tinsel on trees all across the world now. That's where it started from. Also, if you go to Germany and Ukraine to this day, they still have spider decorations in their Christmas tree. Like wow. miniature spiders put up for good luck to represent that story. Now, there are variations on it where later on where Santa Claus arrives and blesses the uh, the spider's webs with magic that turns into silver and gold. But it's basically the same story. And I think it's a really cute little tale and kind of... Um, it's also a reminder of what Christmas is and where the Christmas tree came from. So it's all about here we are in deep midwinter. You're hating your garden at the moment. Everything's half dead. But there's one tree in the forest that hasn't lost its leaves. It's green and it's giving hope and it's reminding us that spring will eventually happen again and the world will turn and everything will start to get warm again. And that Christmas spider reminds me, it just keeps it real, doesn't it? Yeah. Also, it is one of those things where it's kind of based in the fact that spiders are quite um, useful creatures to have around the house. You know, everybody's afraid of them nowadays. It's because we don't, we, we haven't got that connection with nature that you would if you're living in a wood surrounded by pine cones that fall on your floor and grow into a tree, yeah. you know? So it's a, it's a lovely little story. And I kind of, uh, when I heard about it at first, I was like, that is awesome. Particularly for a spider nerd like me, but there you go. Here's a good one for you. Okay. Why do we associate robins with Christmas? I don't know that one, actually. Okay. So, in Victorian England, which Christmas was a big thing, and obviously it still is, but it was that was kind of Christmas's heyday with Dickens and the decoration tree and kind of people being wealthy enough in certain areas to celebrate it. The postmen would be dressed in their red uniforms. And they would be delivering an exceptional amount of mail around Christmas because that was the way most people communicated. So people called them Robins. Really? Then the British mail at the time caught on to that idea 
and got people to design cards for them that featured a robin with the male in its beak or wow. stamps like that as well and that's kind of where it started from in in our culture that these robins were connected to Christmas <laughs> and it's such a weird thing to think about because I would have thought it was a you know an old legend like, yeah. like I know the old legend of the red breast is that they tried to pull the thorns out of Christ's head that's right um, but yeah so that's why we associate amazing that. yeah it's Fantastic. very very cool yeah. very cool and I just picture all those kind of postmen going around and the Mary Poppins set <laughs> one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare that's why United Healthcare offers flexible budget friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Do you know those old Victorian English houses (laughs) delivering their mails? Hey there, boy. What (laughs) day is this? It's Christmas Day, sir. So yeah, that's, that's, um, that's awesome. Christmas animals that you don't associate normally with Christmas. I love that. Here's the best one and the final one I have. Go on. And I have to get this song right because I get shot otherwise. But in Australia, mm-hmm. there is a Christmas song called Six White Boomers. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not slagging off Australia because I know we have a couple of listeners down there. But I do picture in my head that this song would be dreadful I haven't listened to it yet because I said I'm not going to listen to it I'm going to let you stick a couple of bars in here <laughs> potentially copyrighted but potentially, there you go we'll, we'll see we'll we see. run that gauntlet but um, yeah Six White Boomers and it's about Santa Claus when he gets to Australia he has to give his reindeer a rest mm-hmm. because the conditions are, are it's hot it's, it's hot or and they've been tired from going around the world all night and basically, instead of reindeer, he gets six white, big, strapping kangaroos to, <laughs> to bounce his sled right across Australia. I love it. And that's a total uh, Australian thing, apparently, according to my research. I uh, love it. Hit us up, anybody from Australia, and correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, apparently it's quite a popular thing. So there you go. Early on one Christmas day, a joey kangaroo was far from home and lost in a great big zoo. Mummy, where's my mummy? Where is she? She's gone away. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I know where you find your mummy, son. Hop on on this sleigh. Up beside a bag of toys, gentle Joey hopped. But they hadn't gone far when Santa stopped and harnessed all the reindeer. And Joey wondered why. 
Then he heard a far off booming in the sky. Ooh, boy. Ooh. Boing. Boom. Boing. Boop. Look. Six white boomers, no white boomers. Racing Santa Claus through the blazing sun. Six white boomers, no white boomers. On his Australian run. So we have some news. We, like you're told, Fernando, are going to go into hibernation for a couple of months. We are. We've had a mad year. Many episodes have we done? Is this number 21? 21 episodes in the year when we said we were going to do 12. (laughs) So, yeah, it's been crazy. It's only a year. It feels like we've been doing this forever and in a good way. But yeah. we do need a, a, a little break just to, to chill out. Also. And to get some more stories. We have amazing stories lined up for next year. Yeah, we're going to meet some really cool people. We have them lined up. Um, we have as well, there's a lot of suggestions coming in on our social media. Some of them are brilliant. So we are listening. So please keep uh, sending in any ideas or any questions you have. If we can't answer it, we'll know somebody who can. So uh, yeah, keep them coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to next season. When will we be back? I'd say we'll be back in spring. Yep, sounds good. Um, just like nature intended. Yes. We can get our good sleep. and um, We'll be a lot more photogenic when we come back. Exactly, yeah. Speaking of hibernation, a couple of questions that came in on the tint Twitter machine, the Tinter web, about people finding butterflies in their house. Uh, specifically, the small tortoiseshell butterflies. And the reason for that is they hibernate. Mm. A lot of them will hibernate over the winter. And they'll find, usually they'll find uh, holes in trees or small caves or burrows or anywhere where they can find that's moist but not too moist and, and a little bit above freezing. And that's where they'll stay normally. Of course, our houses to them don't seem any different. So they're going through your gutter into the slates in your attic and they'll stay there quite happily and then move out in the spring. What happens is though sometimes they'll go into people's in, be, in through an open window in behind a curtain and then you turn on your central heating the butterfly thinks it's spring and starts flying around your room. The best thing to do at that stage is to grab it, catch it in a box, put it outside in a very cold shed or in a garage, something where the temperature will match the outside temperature. If that makes sense, yeah, uh, a little bit, a little bit of shelter, but not too, mm. not too much, because you wanted to go back to sleep, don't you? You wanted to go back to sleep. See, what they do is they have fat reserves. Fat reserves are huge, hugely important for all animals going through uh, their hibernation. So, and especially with a small animal like a butterfly, they use up that energy, even a small amount of it. That's them done. Mm. So, uh, if you can get them back to sleep as quickly as possible, there are suggestions and. Uh, from what I read on the butterfly uh, experts page, mm. that you you could even put it in the the in, in small container and put it in the salad drawer in your fridge. All right, that brings it right down. Yeah, and then move it outside. Gotcha. Just to get it cold mm-hmm. straight away, so it just remembers that it is. Yeah, it is. It is uh, winter time. So uh, come here. I have a question. Spiders are they are they as active during the winter? No, not as active. Mm. And a lot of them are just. Um, basically annual spiders mm. so the adults like the big ones you see in your garden uh, and the big orb webs with the big abdomens they will basically die off in the cold they'll actually rupture when they freeze so wow yeah um, 
the likes of the false widows what they're doing is basically hanging around in people's dwellings and there's a lot of spiders that will do that our house spiders are the same uh, the European house spider most of our native araneomorphs the spiders that are you know only live a year or so the adults are dead the young are hidden away in cracks and crevices mm. to stay as warm as they can yeah. and they'll come out in the uh, in the spring question two I got was about hedgehogs same thing except in the garden mm-hmm. hedgehogs showing up in December it kind of reminds me of what's happening with my frogs do you remember I was telling you about yeah. them like coming out in December and they're trying to find food and it's not there it was so warm for them that they, they thought it was spring and exactly. it was disturbing their hibernation exactly that happened last year so this year it seems to be happening a lot with mammals mm. and it's vital that hedgehogs should be around 500 grams I think it is don't quote me on that but um, I think it's it's a certain weight that they have to make to have a successful hibernation if they wake up during hibernation they're burning up that valuable mm. fat and then we could get a late freeze again like we have nearly every year for the past three or four years and that knocks them out so if you do find a hedgehog awake at this time of year you can put a little box in front of it and hoosh it in with a with a gently in with a a brush or a stick. Just get roll it up. He should roll up and or she should roll up and you can just push them in the box. Put a towel in with them with a little bit of water and maybe some dog food and call your local animal rescue centre, DSPCA, RSPCA, whatever they're called in your country. Get in contact with them and somebody will give you either advice mm. or they'll come out and take the animal off you. Mm. We have the Dublin Rescue uh, Hedgehog Rescue Centre in 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 Dublin that that does great work with mm. them. We have Kildare Animal Wild Animal Rescue as well. So there's lots of places in the UK. You've got mm. loads of local places. Yeah. And there's a ton of information online as exactly, well. If you can't exactly. get anyone immediately, you can be reading up. Yeah, Google is your friend. Mm. Um, and last last but not least is the bats. It's the exact same scenario. Bats will be in your your attic and in your house sometimes roosting unknown to you you wouldn't, wouldn't even notice them there but if they do happen to come through a crack in the roof and you find them in the, the living room or sitting room or you find one that's fallen out of its roost in the wild at this time of year or any time of year contact your local bat group they'll have a specialist there that will be able to reinvigorate it get it back up to health and it'll be ready to rock for the spring so yeah great there you go cool so we see you in the spring yeah see you in the spring on uh but in the meantime, I would say we're always posting on Twitter. We're always posting on Facebook. So have a look at what we're doing. Keep an eye on the videos that um, we're posting up there and stay in touch. And any questions, anything you want to discover, get in touch and we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Looking forward to a new season. And thank you for everybody for listening. It's been yes. really, really good year. It's been one it's of been the fantastic. best years I've ever had. <laughs> it's really, really good fun. It's nice to talk about something that we care so yeah. much about. Yeah. And we really appreciate all the positive feedback. And uh, have a great Christmas and a happy new year. We might have one special episode in yes. between. Yes. Which is our uh, our live surprise, we'll call it. Our live surprise. <laughs> but uh, apart from that, see you in the spring. Christmas treat that Joey ever had Curled up in mama's pouch Feeling snug and glad The last resort Santa Heading towards the sun The other boomers Worked a double run Six white boomers So white boomers Bonus Christmas content
You're gone deaf. She has headphones in. I shouldn't have shouted. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I got very excited there. <laughs> what did you get Claire for Christmas? Deaf. I got her hearing aids. Sorry. So here, this is one of the cellar spiders. Oh yeah, tiny. Now the th- tiny that's ones, very yeah. unusual. It's all leg. Like yeah. T- an They're inch the of ones leg. that eat all the, the other spiders. Oh, t- very delicate looking. Yeah. So, do you ever see their self-defense mechanism? Watch this. Look oh, at them. Oh, it's spinning like a top. Oh my God, it's going round round in a circle. Yeah. Jesus Isn't that amazing? Christ. So, if you're a predator, you're trying to uh, yeah. bite it. You just tap this, the web there and this tiny, it looks like it's made of thread, the, the actual but spider. But you can barely itself. see the spider now. You can't see it at all. Because what they do is they basically, on their long legs, they just spin around their body really, That's really amazing. fast. Now it's come to a stop now. Oh my God. God. Isn't that such a cool trick? That's incredible. There you go, there's your Christmas bonus <laughs> material. That's my Christmas present, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get out of here for a moment. Six raising Santa Claus through the blazing sun. The Critter Shed is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts. For more, including my podcast, How to Be Sound, see thewarren.ie. Come Tomo, come Slim. Come stretch, come blue, come spark, come stinker. Come dopey, come stinker. Come Danelle, Danelle. What's a funny name for a reindeer? It's not a reindeer, it's a burma. Oh yeah, it's a funny name for a kangaroo. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.